0: You are listening to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast, episode 234, Manifesting Money with Jamie Berman. This is Less Drama, More Mama, the podcast for moms who want to feel calm, in control, and confident about how to handle anything life throws their way. If you're ready to go from feeling frazzled and disrespected to feeling calm and connected, this is the podcast for you. I'm your host, Pam Howard. Hi, Mama. Welcome to the podcast. I'm so happy you're here. I have a really fun and informative interview to share with you today with my friend and colleague, Jamie Berman. Jamie is a master certified coach with a background in spiritual psychology specializing in all things money, mindset, and manifestation. She's coached thousands of clients, helping them change the beliefs, habits, and behaviors that were keeping them from making the kind of money they truly desired in their businesses. Jamie's clients stop under-earning and go on to make six figures and beyond in their businesses without overworking or hustling. They come to realize that money isn't something that happens to them but something that they have the power to create. In this interview, Jamie shares how her views on money have changed over time. And we talk about some issues specifically related to stay-at-home moms and working moms. Finally, you'll hear how Jamie chooses to spend her money to get the most out of life. Jamie has a really fun and energetic spirit. She's an amazing coach, and I'm really excited for you to hear what she has to say. But first, I want to announce that the next round of Damn Good Mama, my group coaching program that helps you go from dealing with power struggles, mom guilt, and meltdowns to feeling calm and connected in 90 days or less, will be starting in April. So if you're interested, be sure to join the waitlist. All you have to do is go to lessdramamoremama.com, and there's a banner right at the top of the page to get on the waitlist so you'll get first dibs when the doors open in March. Okay. On to today's show and manifesting money with Jamie Berman. Welcome Jamie Berman to the Less Drama, More Mama podcast. Thank you for having me. This is so fun. So fun. So let's start by, why don't you introduce yourself to my audience? Tell us
1: uh, who you are and what you do. Yes. So my name is Jamie Berman and I am a Master Certified Coach. That's actually where Pam and I met was at Master Coach Training. Um, So yeah, I'm a Master Coach and I have a background in spiritual psychology. So I kind of blend the tools of coaching with some of that background in psychology and spirituality. And I help entrepreneurs make money. So the work that I do is really helping Well, specifically, majority of my clients are women um, reprogram some of their thoughts around money that are limiting them, keeping them in scarcity, keeping them stuck, keeping them worried about money, and really help to free them into a state of abundance. Love it. Okay. So
0: I am wanting my audience to understand... I mean, obviously... You and I both talk a lot about beliefs and thoughts and mine is specifically around parenting issues, but I want to show my audience how this work applies to other areas of their life, right? So when it came to money, like I knew you were the person to call, (laughs) um, have you always had a good relationship with money or like, tell us a little bit about how you got to be this money manifestation coach.
1: So, the answer is definitely not. Okay. Sometimes I think it's that contrast that pulls us into learning about those things because I definitely, for most of my life, was in a money struggle, in a state of scarcity, really feeling like I had to trade time or hard work for money. And I really associated money with hard work. So, Mm -hmm. I would work several jobs at a time. I mean, since the age of, I was in, you know, since a teenager, I had many jobs. I mean, it, throughout my 20s, I worked around the clock and I felt like I'm working all of the time. And yet I'm still living paycheck to paycheck. I'm still struggling with money. And it was always such a challenging topic for me. It was something that created a lot of worry, a lot of problems in my life. And then whenever I became an entrepreneur, I realized, I mean, I it's just, the problem was I became an entrepreneur, but I was bringing kind of that old money mindset into it. Mm-hmm. So for the first two years of business, I could barely make ends meet. I think I made $7,000 my first year, and then I made 14000 my second year. And I realized like, I'm doing all of these things, but the money's not coming in. And mm-hmm. what I realized was it really had to do with my relationship with money and the way that I was thinking about money the way that I was valuing myself or not valuing myself. It had to do with my confidence and my belief in myself and my belief in my ability to charge and what that meant. And I realized like that was just such a topic that I avoided for so much of my life because I just didn't want to touch it. Right? It was just like how I avoided money. I avoided also looking at how I thought about money. And I realized business is just not going to work unless I'm willing to do that work. And Mm -hmm. so that's when that journey began. And I started really doing a deep dive into money and I read all of the money books. I started out. Hosting money book clubs just because I was like, okay, this is going to hold me accountable to reading these books if I have to have a book club and kind of host it. So that's how it all began. And I realized like over time, the more that I started shifting my beliefs around it, the outer effects reflected that. And I started making more money. And I mean, that's when my business skyrocketed, my income skyrocketed. It really didn't have to do with working more or harder, it had to do with how I was thinking about money. Mm, Okay. So
0: So instead of thinking you have to work harder to make more money and like becoming burnt
1: out and driving yourself into the ground, what did you start thinking instead? Well, it was, I just started valuing myself more. I started looking at my gifts and valuing that. I also just started shifting, but like, One belief at a time from money is hard. That was my old thought all the time. Money's hard. Money's a struggle. And I started like bridging my way into the belief of what if money is easy? What if Mm -hmm. this doesn't have to be so hard? What if it's simple? What if I am someone who can make money? Because I think that's the other thing is I didn't identify just because of where I grew up in the Midwest, small town. I didn't identify as someone who could make a lot of money. So I had to really change that identity and think like what if someone like me can make money right yeah. so yeah. it was just like one belief at a time that i shifted and it opened up so much for me
0: i love this and i have to just um for people who have been listening for a long time or even people who are new to the podcast one of the things that you're you're talking about here is asking yourself really powerful questions what if money was easy. And, um, I did a whole episode on powerful questions in back when I first started it's episode four, but I refer to it all the time. So I want people to go check that out. And also a couple episodes ago, I did a, I did an episode about changing your state, your state of being, and you're talking. And I gave the example of, you know, if you want to be a wealthy person, And you want to hold on to your wealth, then you have to, you can't be in a state of being poor. You can't be in a state of, you know, having these thoughts and beliefs and feelings that you are a person who can't be wealthy. So I love that you're just like reinforcing all the stuff that we've yeah. already talked about.
1: Yes, totally. And I would even do things. I, um, whenever I was in my twenties, I moved out to LA and I was living in this little apartment and like could barely afford it, but I would drive to Beverly Hills and I yeah. would just drive around and I would like have this thought I belong here. Right. So that's like changing mm. your state, right? Like I would yeah. go and I would walk through Saks Fifth Avenue and I was like, I belong. I couldn't afford anything there, but I just started like, what if I could do this too? I belong here, right? Like I started just changing my state in that way as well. Mm -hmm. And also what I think has been one of the most helpful things is surrounding myself and consuming content and having mentors who have a better relationship with money than I had so that I could get their thoughts and I could like soak those in because you don't know till, you know, I mean, Before, I didn't even realize I had those unhelpful money thoughts, but it was whenever I started following people who had a more abundant mindset, I was like, Ooh, that's how they (laughs) think. Even Uh my husband, he had like a much more abundant mindset than me. And I would always say, how do you think about this? How do you think about this? How do you you know what I mean? Cause I noticed he didn't stress about it. (laughs) Yeah, That was always so helpful. It was like, like trying on new ways of thinking. Yeah.
0: And that's kind of what I want to know from you is how you think about money now than you did before. But before we get to that, you've mentioned a couple of times you've used this phrase like your relationship with money. I think that's a very like coachy thing to say. So can you explain to people who may not have heard that term before? What does that mean to have a relationship with money?
1: Totally. So I think it's really helpful to look at the way that you think about money, the way that you feel about money, and the way that you relate to it. How do you treat your money? How are you with money on a day to day basis, right? It's like, do you avoid your money? Do you look at it? Do you take care of it? Do you budget it? What like, what is your, like, I call it relationship with spending money. Whenever you go to the store, you have an unexpected bill, what comes up for you and starting to notice those things. Mm -hmm. That's the relationship that you have with money. And the way that I help my clients is I have them or encourage them to look at money, almost like if it were a person and ask yourself, how is that relationship? Is that a strong relationship? Mm -hmm. Is it an unhealthy relationship? right and again it's it's just about how you are with that how do you feel in the presence of it how do you feel when you think about it i always think about like um Well, avoidant is a big one where if you think about if you were in relationship with the person, the way that you are with your money, I know that's how I used to be was very avoidant. I didn't want to look at my accounts. I didn't want to deal with it. I would put bills off till last minute, sometimes pay them late. It was very avoidant. So Mm -hmm. I was really neglecting money and it wasn't, that's not a healthy relationship. So if I, I always think about it, like if I want money to come around me, I have to nourish that relationship. I can't neglect it. Mm-hmm. And the relationship that I have will determine if money is wants to surround me or not, right? I think of it in a very kind of energetic way, but it changed a lot for me thinking about it like that. Yeah. I remember a long
0: time ago, um, Denise Duffield Thomas, who wrote Get Rich, Lucky Bitch, I'll put that in the show notes. Um, she would talk about like, taking care of your money, like buying a very nice wallet and making sure that the bills were like in there nicely, you know, yes. just like treating it with respect. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Those, that goes a long ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So tell us how your beliefs have changed and what do they shift to?
1: Yeah. Some of the beliefs I, I would say in terms of relation, whenever I look at it in relationship is I started to believe that money wants to be around me, right? Mm -hmm. Because I think I used to believe that oh my gosh, money is just this thing that I can't have. It's really hard. It's really challenging. And now I just just change it to believe like money is everywhere. Money comes from all different sources. It's always coming in. And I just started every time I would get money, whether I found a penny on the ground or I would get a check in the mail or I got a new client, I would appreciate that money. And I would say, thank you. like So appreciate. And I would reaffirm this belief like money wants to be around me. It just Keeps finding me. I can't stop finding me. And the more that I did that, the more that I felt it started. You know, my my energy shifted around it, and I felt like more money just kept coming in. Mm-hmm. So that's. I mean, I have so many, so many that I have changed, but that's definitely one of them. Is appreciating what I have, and the belief that I always have enough. Mm-hmm. And I know this is a big one for a lot of my clients, is that they think in order to create more, I have to feel like I don't have enough now. It has to always feel like it's not enough in order for me to create more. But the opposite is true. Mm -hmm. Because when we feel like it's not enough and we're trying to create from that place, then we're trying to create from scarcity. Yeah, And it just doesn't work very well. And it doesn't feel good. So starting to recognize how I always, even during the times, like I've had times in my life where I didn't have money in my account. I mean, and I had to end up moving because my money was gone. Like I've had some challenges, but I've looked back and said, no, if even if I didn't have enough, I found a way to make something work. I always figured something out. I always had the resources, the help, the support I will never ever be without. Mm -hmm. And that's really true for all of us who if you're listening on a phone or computer, right? Like we have enough. If Mm -hmm. we are, if we're here, it means we've always had enough. We found a way. So I think like walking in that truth of, I always have enough. This is not something that I have to fear. Mm -hmm. It just creates much more of a sense of trust, of peace, of calm, to where if we just ground in that truth then from there it becomes more of a fun creation if you're creating more money or you know want to make more money. Yeah.
0: So I have to share this story because it's so perfect and it just happened recently with my 17-year-old. She has a job working at a restaurant. She's a busser. And um I was talking to her about this manifestation stuff and money and I said how much do you want to make every, you know, she, she makes a certain amount in tips every, every night. And she said, well, I want to make like at least a hundred dollars a night. And usually she would make about anywhere from like 40 to $80 a night. Right. And she says, I want to be, I want to make a hundred a night. And I said, okay, so who is the person who makes a hundred dollars a night as a busser? Like you have to think about who, what that what that person thinks how she feels what she would be doing differently okay she go and and we also talked about like uh, affirmations and things like that so she goes to work the next day she literally texts me in all caps you'll never believe what i made tonight 160 dollars well because she made and this was how it happened she made 101 dollars in tips and then they said to her here's here's another $60. And she goes, what's this for? And they were like, it's from last week. She still has no idea what that was from, from the, right. from the week before, but it just happened. And then fast forward a couple of weeks, she was working again. And this guy came in, he was sitting by himself. He had a meal. He calls her over and he says, are you in high school? And she says, yes. And they start talking and he finds out that his kids went to the same school that she goes to and everything, and but they're grown now, they're in their 20s. And he says, well, I wanna give you kind of a belated Hanukkah present. And he takes out his wallet and he hands her a hundred dollar bill. Oh my gosh, (laughs) you cannot make this up. So I, I was like, this is so amazing. I said, now do you believe in manifestation? And she says to me, Money flows to me effortlessly and easily. (laughs) I
1: love it. That is the absolute best. And it really is is that simple. That's the thing. It's really that simple. But I think most of us, we just haven't been taught that, like, I love that you're teaching her because, I mean, most of us haven't been taught to like decide what we want to make to just Mm -hmm. claim it. This is what I want to make. Yep. Right, it's like yep. that's the f- step one is getting crystal clear on what you want. Like she decided a hundred dollars a night, and then yep. it happens. But most yep. of us just say something more general, like "I want more money." Right? It's just so general, and it's like, okay, that might mean one cent, it might mean a dollar, right? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. What does that actually mean? So deciding what it is you want, and then. Then you'll have the path, right? Then it's like, then you you gotta decide who you want to become. And again, those affirmations are super, super helpful. So I mean that's that's a path to, to manifesting right there. Yeah. yeah. I thought I, I love,
0: love that. that so much. So what about though? I'm thinking about moms listening and all of us really who who have some beliefs about rich people. Mm-hmm right and that yeah. they're greedy or they're snobby or so there's some resistance maybe to um being open to receiving more money yes. and wealth tell us yeah. about
1: what do we do about that totally that's a that's one that I, I mean definitely i had to reprogram as well and i'll i'll tell you how i started to do it was i started it's always about questioning these thoughts because a lot of these thoughts, we just don't question. So I started out by asking myself, but are there also nice rich people? <laughs> yeah. And are there greedy, like poor you people? Know, poor people, yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, like no matter what, money doesn't change humans. So there's going to be generous, incredibly generous rich people. It's mm-hmm. going to be... Incredibly generous middle class, there's going to be incredibly generous poor people. And then the opposite, there's going to be greedy on all levels. So it never, it's not about money that makes you that way. Money Mm -hmm. is just this neutral circumstance that's in your life. And if you're greedy, you're going to be greedy with money or without money, right? And same with generosity. So you're going to be the same human you are, you're just going to have a different number in your bank account. So if you're a generous person now, you're going to be even more generous with money because you're going to have more to be generous with, mm-hmm. right? So that's that's kind of how I started pulling that apart. Was like, is that even true? I know it's just like a thought that's been thrown around a lot, but is it even true? And the answer is no. And I sometimes like to Google things and dig up how it's not true. Like really challenge it and see how money could even make you more generous.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So how do you even think about what money is we probably should have started here in the in the first place but when you said money is just a number it's just a neutral circumstance what is money
1: yeah such a good question right cuz what the heck is money anyway it's like I think because i've way- heard
0: things like money is energy or money is yeah. you know what
1: so how do you define it what do you think it is well, yeah, I'll get into that. But I think it's important for everyone to kind of tune in to find their own definition that works for them, because mine might be a little out there for people. But I will say this, what, because I think most of us think of money, at least this is how I was, Whereas, like this pile of cash that was this limited resource that certain people have. I just thought of it as like this money in the bank. But really, majority of money is not even in the bank right? We don't even have enough physical money that actually like is worth all the money in the world. Most of it is just numbers thrown into accounts. There's more being produced every single day. So it's so interesting. So I did start, like, I started thinking of it as it's an energy that I am in relationship with. And for me, that really served me because I think of energy as something that is unlimited. When I think of a pile of cash, that is limited, but money isn't limited. Tell us right. more about that. Yeah. I mean, if you think about it, it's like money is always being created every single day. <laughs> People getting richer and richer every single day. It's flowing around every single day. So, and the thing that I realized is also, I realized like whenever I, invest in myself or spend money with intention, of course, money always comes back to me. And I also realize that if I like the more money that I have, mm-hmm. so whenever I have more, I'm able to give more. I'm able to, um, pay other people and invest in training and this and that. Right. So like more money is flowing around. So I used to feel like, oh my gosh, if I have more money, that means less for others. And I realized, wait, no, like as an energetic, that is so not even accurate because when I have more, I invest more, Mm -hmm. I give more, I'm more generous. So when I have more, others have more as well. Mm -hmm. Like whenever I get, allow myself to get rich, everyone around me gets richer.
0: Mm, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So where do you spend money that increases the value of your life? Where do you invest in yourself the most, would you say?
1: Yeah, such a good question. And that's actually why I'm so passionate about money is because my why of creating money is so that I can really express myself fully to its fullest. I never want money to be the reason that I say no to something. And the place that I invest the most, I would say, is in my own personal development, in my, right? Like, because I realize, like, if I shift my inner world, my outer world shifts. So Mm -hmm. I invest a lot in personal development in coaching. I also invest in the things that light me up and bring joy to my life. So I love to travel. I love to, I have a place in Hawaii, so I go there and it just lights my life up. I always think about my future self, the one, like the me that's going to be on my deathbed. And I'm like, what gifts can I give to her? Mm -hmm. And that's what money is just a resource to help really allow me to live a really, really full life. Not that not that I have to have money for everything, but it's super helpful to be able to do all of the things that I want to do in this lifetime. Mm -hmm. So I invest money in the things that really light me up, that light my soul up and um, are in line with my values as well. I also do, I like to give to causes that matter to me. I invest in my health and you know, just feeling my best, my mental health. I would say that's probably my biggest investment is like, health, mental health, because I mean, without it, it's just like, I can't live my life to the fullest. Yes. Yes. I
0: agree. A hundred percent. You also just reminded me of, you know, when I've done my own like money mindset work, thinking about who would I be if I had a certain amount of money that I wanted. What would I be thinking? How would I be feeling? What would I be doing? And one of the things that I, that I remember writing down was I would be generous with my money. I would give to you know causes that are important to me and things like that. And so I remember at, right after having done that work, going to the grocery store and getting to the checkout. And you know, when they say like, would you like to donate today? And it, without even thinking, I said, sure, I'll donate $3 or whatever it was uh, I said, yep. right? And then I stopped and I was like, wow, like I, it just, came out like yes, you know, as opposed yes. to in the past where I would have been like, no, I I can't let go of that money. I have to keep it for myself. It was just so interesting and powerful to me to like realize just the power of doing this kind of work. Yes. And yeah.
1: that same uh, very similar I I did the work to learn how to release money or spend money or invest money or give money with more ease without anxiety. And I started taking on this belief that, and started looking for evidence of how it's true. Not just taking on the belief, but looked for evidence of how money always comes back to me. It always does. Yeah. It's so like I, that
0: Seinfeld episode. Do you remember that episode where I think Jerry was saying that everything always comes back to him. And so he took a $10 bill and threw it out the window. And George comes upstairs. He goes, this, this $10 just,
1: you know, <laughs> Fell from the sky. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I didn't see that. That's so good. Yes. If we could think about money in that way, it creates so much more ease. And it's true. It's true. When we, you know, are doing it with intention, of course, not like buying a bunch of stuff on Amazon or doing it to fill a void, but when we're doing it with intention in a way that's aligned with our values and what lights us up, it always comes back. Cool.
0: So I know you're not a mom yourself, yeah. but you work with many moms. Yes, and one of the things that comes up for stay-at-home moms in particular is the idea that they're not earning any money, mm-hmm. and so a lot of them find it difficult to pay for coaching, invest in themselves, or even so, you know, not even coaching, just spending money on on themselves and their self-care and things like that, because they say they. They don't earn any money. What would you say
1: to that? Well, I would just challenge that thought. I would say, how does that thought make you feel? (laughs) (laughs) I don't earn any money. Mm -hmm. To recognize that that is just a thought that you are thinking that just because it's not coming through a specific channel where you are going into work and getting paid for that specific job, it doesn't mean you're not earning money. Okay. So help us. Right. Help us understand this because
0: I remember the first time that I heard this idea, Mm -hmm. I was confused. So can
1: you please just... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, totally. So um, just to give even my own example. So back whenever I met my husband, well, he was my boyfriend at the time, um, he was earning a lot more money than I was. I was working retail, all my jobs. It was back in the day whenever I was you trade you were thinking i have to work really really hard to make money so i had so many i worked retail full time had side jobs all of the things and i remember like i had that thought where i felt like oh well i can't make decisions or i can't spend or i can't i don't have as much of a say cuz i'm not the one bringing in the money quote unquote yes. and what i realized was wait a minute this thought isn't serving me. It feels terrible. It's diminishing me and all that I do and all that I bring to the relationship, Mm -hmm. much of which, and and this may be right. This might be the case for you if you're in relationship with someone who brings in money, maybe not, but there's always a way to think about it. No matter how you receive money to think about it, you're earning that Mm -hmm. just because it's not coming directly through a job, one specific job. It doesn't mean you're not earning that money. I would question, especially for moms who are stay-at-home moms, oh my gosh, look at what you're doing. Look at what you're contributing to your household that is allowing that money to come through. Yes. Mm -hmm. Right? Like, so just this thought, I'm not earning money. I think it just feels so terrible. And it's one that you don't have to think you Mm -hmm. could just decide, no, actually I am earning my money. Sure, it's Mm -hmm. not coming directly through this one channel, but I am earning that money. Mm. And that's something that I just let go of the thought, right? Like I'm not earning money. And I decided anything that comes into my life, whether it's through my partner, whether it's through whatever sources I'm getting money, I just decided I manifested it. I'm a vibrational Mm -hmm. match to it. I created it. Like I decided I created that money. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Right. Yeah. You created the relationship that you're in. Yes.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. What about for my working moms out there who, when they do get money, feel like it should all be going to the kids?
1: Yeah. Right. They
0: they have, they have a hard time too with spending on themselves or treating themselves and putting themselves first.
1: Yeah, totally. And I think this is very common. And I think what most, I think people don't recognize is the value of not only what you're going to gain out of this, but what is your whole family going to gain when you invest in yourself? Mm -hmm. It can change your entire family's life, right? (laughs) Right? Not only that, but it could create even more abundance, right? Because whenever we're willing to invest in ourselves, it can create more abundance. And it doesn't even mean financial abundance, but an abundance of love, an abundance of generosity and abundance of um, connection with your family and your kids and knowing how to relate to them, it can change your entire life. Therefore have a ripple effect out and change your entire family's life in a way that you may not even recognize, especially if you haven't done it before. Mm-hmm. So, and I know, cause I mean, we've all started there where it's scary to invest in ourselves. I don't know if you felt that way, but I definitely did, especially with like coach training and it was a big investment.
0: But thinking about about on the podcast, like a week or two ago, I, I talked about how I sold some personal and household items for master coach training. I put it on two separate credit cards and called ahead to make them make it a lower APR. Like yes. all the things. it was big. It was a big time. investment. I
1: sold my car. <laughs> I sold my car to pay for coaching with Bev. Wow. Oh yeah. My that was how I came up with the money because at that time I didn't have the money to pay for it, but I knew I wanted to work with a coach and I did. See, I, I had started small, right? If you get your feet wet and start seeing how investing in yourself what a difference it makes. You'll start building the belief that it is a hundred thousand percent worth every penny. And well, so what well, was I, your return I, on investment? On oh my gosh, coaching. now now I drive a Tesla. I yeah. I'm like <laughs> I sold my Prius, like what was it, maybe three, four years ago, um, to invest in coaching. Okay. And then, you know, and that's the return on it. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, it's so worth it. I got to get a, a Tesla because everything that I did with that coaching, and I went all in and every Every time I invest in myself too, I decide I'm going all in. I'm going to act as if I paid 10 10 times as much for this. Mm -hmm. And I always get 10x the return. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just... I mean, my life has transformed in every way, shape, or form since Mm -hmm. investing in myself. And I think if you're scared of doing it, start small. That's what I did. I started small. I didn't invest $25,000 my first time. Right now I would do that because I know that I'll get a return on it. But in the beginning, I would invest, you know, a thousand, a couple thousand and whatever I could, right? I, I, like I said, yeah. I sold my car so that I could yeah. afford it. And I built the evidence that, oh yeah, this is worth it. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah. I love hearing all this like behind the scenes stuff. So, okay. If people are entrepreneurs who are listening and they want to make more money. That's who you work with. Yes. Yes. Tell
1: yes. us about what you do and and how people can work with you. Totally. So, I basically help entrepreneurs decondition all of the outdated old thoughts that are making you feel terrible about yourself and not <laughs> just basically getting in the way of you making the money that you want to make. And Um, helping you see that making money is not as hard as you may be making it out to be. So I have a program called the Money Manifestation Movement, and it's a one-year program where we dive into your thought processes and transform, like how I call it, relationship with money, the way you think about money, the way you feel about money, the way you relate to it. And when you change on an internal level, you will see the outer effects of that. So the effects are you will make more money. So... Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's my one-year program. And, um, I also have a mastermind for coaches who are making six figures or more. And that one, we just, we dive even deeper into it.
0: (laughs) Amazing. Okay. So where can people find out more about you?
1: Yeah. So I am, you can find me at jamieberman.com and I'm all over social. Just look up Jamie Berman. That's actually Jamie Berman underscore.
0: Okay. All right. I will link to all of that in the show notes. This has been really fun. Is there anything that we didn't get to that you want to share with mamas listening? Yeah, I think
1: I would start with like playing with this stuff that we're talking about because I know some of it might seem like okay, this is not how I've ever thought about money before. This feels a little out there. So mm-hmm. I always encourage people just do like a little experiment, play with it, play mm-hmm. with the idea of like manifestation or calling in money. Um, and it's kind of just like your daughter did, just decide on something you want to create and yeah. start just like start intending it. Mm-hmm. Okay, so decide do what that. you want. Okay. So
0: tell us, how do we play with it? What exactly would somebody do to play with this idea?
1: So the first is just get clear on what you want. What do you want to call in? What do you want to create? How much money do you want to create? And then look at if just, I would take a look at if there's any beliefs that are telling you, you can't have that Mm -hmm. and challenge those, ask yourself those powerful questions, ask yourself, how could those beliefs maybe not be true That's Mm going to help you to start cleaning up your money mindset, cleaning up some of the thoughts that are in the way of you creating money. And then just have the courage to go out there and go after it and try new things, Mm -hmm. right? Take courageous action towards it. And sometimes that's investing in yourself first, right? That could be the courageous action.
0: Mm -hmm. I also, my mom listens to every single podcast episode, but I'm going to tell a story about her right now. I started noticing in her first. And then in myself, like when, when she is open or not open to receiving money. And so this is just something that people at home can, can start paying attention to also. So for Thanksgiving this year, my mother, my dad doesn't like to eat Turkey. So my mom got him, um, some ribs and like cooked them the way he likes. They've been divorced for like 40 something years, but they both were coming to my house. So she did this for him and he went over to her after dinner and said thank you and handed her a, a you know an amount of money i was watching sort of from a distance and she said oh no 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 i don't i don't want it i don't want it put it away i, I don't want it and i was like wow she is really not accepting that money <laughs> and yes. so he said well thank you so much gave her a hug and then he turned around and i said i'll take it <laughs> I love it. (laughs) And so he said, thank you so much for your, you know, for your hospitality. And he gave me the money. I love it. I don't know. Just start paying attention to, are you being open to allowing money in or are you
1: pushing it away? Really, really good. So true. So Mm -hmm. true. I love that.
0: (laughs) Anyway, thank you so much for being here. This was a really fun conversation. Hopefully you'll come back again. I would love to. Thanks for having me, Pam. Hey, bye, Jamie. Bye. If you enjoy listening to this podcast and you're ready to feel calmer, more confident, and more at peace in your family and life, I invite you to sign up for a free consultation with me to learn about how my coaching can help you achieve the exact life you want. You'll take the concepts and tools I share in the podcast and apply them to your own life. And as your coach, I'll be there to support you every step of the way. Go to lessdramamoremama.com forward slash mini and sign up now.